if you're walking in faith, hope, and love, you love of others first, you can't walk in anxiety. Anxiety because is anxiety is self-focused. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, plop down on your knees, for we have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. Kind of sounds like Tommy Lee Jones. A little bit it did. Welcome to Talk the Walk. (laughs) I'm Henry Moses. And I'm just Gabriel Moses. It is a pleasure to be here. We're super happy to have you with us today. That was pretty good. <laughs> it didn't sound like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I had to try to bust it out. He's a very passionate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Direct. I'm imagining him on. U.S. Marshals. A, well, no, under siege. Under, oh, good grief. Yeah. Yeah. He is crazy, crazy, crazy on that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I forgot that was him until I watched it about two or three months ago. He's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, crazy crazy rocker, dude, that. was Tommy Lee Jones. You talk about movies. I almost thought you talk about people behind the back. You see something, <laughs> something wrong? Then, then you attack like bees on honey. <laughs> Ain't nothing money. Putting people down all you want is money. Stop what you're doing for wish you had. Quit playing those games because God is mad. Gonna wake up one day, lose it all. Decide right now, yeah, choose to call. Pick heads or tails. And take the whales back. Fight, man, man, you be in jail. So make the choice, man. Don't backfight. Ask God for help. You're supposed to act right when it comes down to it, and this is the stinger. Do us all a favor, put down that finger. Me and God together are fighting, but all the other people out there backfighting. Word. 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 Word, y'all. Jenny and I had that all memorized when we were kids. I can't I don't know why it just stuck with me. I was still impressed. (laughs) I'm like, man. Who was that? That was Tim Miner, I think. I think it is. Tim Miner. This is old school singing, people. Yep. Straight up 80s rap. 80s gospel rap. Yeah, I was. Was it nineties? No, it was eighties. I think it was eighties. Yep. Definitely eighties. He also did that song that I forget to say, but I ain't singing that. That's about as mushy a song as it gets. So was he just Christian or? <clears throat> oh yeah, he was Christian. Real and he sang Christian. a mushy song. Yeah, he wrote a song for his wife. Oh, the mushy wife song. Oh yeah, it's mushy. One of the mushiest songs I ever heard. Mm-hmm. I have to look it up. Yep, you can sing it to Carrie. I'm out. Did I forget to say I love you? Ew. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's ooh. funny. Every now and then I'll, I'll dance. put that little part to it. That's all I'm going to do. Every now and then I'll dance for her. I'll start, I'll start dancing around a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing the little dance. We, the, we have a, a video of you dancing. The woo you dance. <laughs> we have a, and Jared, Jared, our buddy Jared put put the Some music to it, stinking music to it. It went. You had your well shirt well. off. Oh, good grief! Had your carpet showing all up your chest. I was trying to make a meme for people or GIF or whatever it is. <laughs> oh man, like, maybe we're gonna have to post that to Facebook. Mm, mm. Get to know Gabe Day. That'll do it. That will do it. That's pretty funny. And we, we blasted that all over to everybody. It was funny with the music. Oh, how he did that. I don't I was know like, how this he is came hilarious. up with the perfect music to dub to it. Something about a gigolo or something. Oh, yeah. Just a gigolo. 
<laughs> Everywhere I go. <laughs> People want to something. Something, something. I was like, what? I've never even heard that song before. Yeah, I never heard that song before. No. Oh, yeah. No. Nope. It's from the 70s or something like that. And it's funny because you kind of, your chest hair kind of looks like from the 70s. Golly. And your hair is, Gabe got the, Gabe got the, our dad's hair for sure. No mm-hmm. question. Got a carpet. He was a hairy dude. No, oh, dad was a hairy dude. Now I am. Thanks, dad. Yeah, dad was big and hairy. Thanks I for got the, the genetics. big, Gabe got the hairy. He's for the genetics. Yep. I went first. I said, I'll take the big, please. Yep, I'll be a big man. Gabe can be the little man with yep. lots of hair. Yep, I'll leave you there. But yep. you got, you're yep. still got your hair on the... On the melon. On the melon. I do have some hair. I here. don't. Now, thankfully, my head's round. So I'll, I can pull it off. But I ain't going to lie. There are times... I, I think it probably about once a year. I think. Plugs... No, <laughs> don't say that. Look, Brian Erlacher, the the great Chicago Bears linebacker, dude. That guy was was played his whole career for the Bears. I never once saw him with hair. Straight up, awesome, bald, round head. Okay, and he was a beast. He could sack you. He could make open field tackles. He could cover downfield fast, big. I mean, dude was a monster. Dude retires and goes and gets plugs then. Does it look good? Well, maybe. I can't really tell tell because I just feel like he shouldn't have hair. So it messes with my head. And he's got it like a part down the side. You know the. I'm looking him up. I want to see the old school part down the side. Erlacher, Brian Erlacher, U R L A C H E R. I got him here. Yep, hair. No, he looks hair. good. You're right, but it's weird in my mind because you're just now seeing him. That's the first time probably ever that's seen him. That's like no, I, I remember him. Yeah, he was that's, a beast. That's good looking. Looks normal. Wow, that does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it looks good. So they can do it that well. Oh, they can do it that well. And it'll last you. So that—that's a will stuff. it last? Yes, he's had that for years and years. Yeah. Well, maybe you should do it. I mean, I have—it's annoying because I, because most of my head has thick, nice hair. His hair looks like a freaking twenty. Can you imagine hair. how weird would it be if I had hair again? Pretty all right, man. You look good this way, but that looks good too. Oh, don't that know. looks like real hair. What the heck? I thought it was no, different than that. No, it looks legit. What? Sometimes, about once a year, I have that thought. His hair looks good. I'm surprised and impressed. Yep. I, I thought that you could see real dark dots on your mm-hmm. scalp no. with something like that. No. Oh, no. You can't see anything there. Oh, no. That looks like fresh head of hair. Man, it's been so long, I don't even know what how, what I would do with it. You throw some mousse in it. You throw some gel, hairspray, whatever. Well, you got me to thinking. We'll have to get the whole It probably doesn't even grow. We have to get the podcast covers redone. and Yeah. You know, people would think we had it photoshopped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'd be talking about old Henry. He's got all his photos photoshopped. It'd be funny if whatever hair they put, I don't know how they do it, but it'd be funny if they... In the front, and that part wouldn't get gray, but all the rest of oh it. Oh, my God. And that's the other thing. 
It's been so long since I've had it. I don't, man, I, it might be a lot gray. This poses know. a lot of questions. Does it, like, does it, do, it won't grow probably. Yeah, it grows. It grows? Yes. What? Yep. Does it, does it ever change to gray? Yeah, I'm sure. You're making all this. No, up. I'm not. Nope. I am looking this up. Look I, it up. I'm very curious now. Look it up. I'm going to look it up. Not right at the moment, but later. I'm looking it up later because that's just how how can they all of a sudden create a part of your body that is going to adapt with your age? It's not planting hair seeds. You're just planting little hair it's seeds. Just sounds it's, a weird, it's a weird thought. But And how do you get, I mean, how do you feel the little pores? How do you choose which pores? I, you know what would be funny? If they decide to prank somebody and just stuck it all on their forehead. Henry, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> then you have hair oh going out of your forehead. Gracious. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, and, and shoot, eyebrows. I, you, I have little balding spots. Like, I look like I only have about half my eyebrows. <laughs> and then some of your eyebrows are, like, long. Yeah. Well, I, I notice that every now off. and then. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. right there. Oh, yeah. I trim mine probably once a month. That's about what I what I do with mine too. Other than that, but I but it don't I don't notice mine until I sleep on my face, <laughs> and then when I go to get ready in the morning, and one of them sticking up, sticking straight up on yeah. my forehead, and I'm like, oh, there's Dad's eyebrows. It's time to to whack that off of there. That looks stupid. Dad's eyebrows will get out of control. Yeah. I tell you what, it doesn't do. It doesn't make me anxious. Don't make you anxious. Doesn't make me anxious. I, I don't really eyebrows. get too anxious about it. I, I would like to have a head of hair, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You let it be. Either it'll happen or it won't. I'm 47, just turned 47, so I ain't going to let it make me anxious, the thought of it. You can't control things. No, you can't control things. Things are out of control. Well, there's a topic right there. Anxiousness. For anxiousness. For a podcast. Yeah. Possibly down the yeah. road. Yeah, heck with it. Let's do it today. All right, heck with it. We're going to scratch what we were going to plan to do. Yep. We're going to talk about anxiousness. Yep. I'm going to look up scriptures right now. I'm guessing Philippians 4, 4 through 7, Matthew 6, Whoa. 25 through 34, and let's say 1 Peter 5, 6 through 10. Oh, let's make it 6 through 11. Goodness gracious. I think we should go with that. Think we ought to do that? Boy, he's good. Anxiousness, being anxious. We've alluded to it a little bit before this. Uh, a few times in it, you've talked about uh -huh. how you get annoyed because I bring out the Philippians 4, which is the greatest chapter in the Bible. Is that the count it all, Joy? Uh, no, that's James. Okay, okay. My second favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I know that so well. <laughs> um, but no, Philippians four. So we're talking about, let, let, let me, let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask you this before yep. we dive into this. Do you think that it's okay to be anxious ever before we dive into yeah. scripture? Let's just talk about it. Cause I was sitting there thinking about it. And I was kind of reading a couple different definitions last night. And it was talking about, one of them was kind of talking about, well, 
anxiousness can be a good thing because it can prevent you from from doing something wrong, you know. So, uh, for instance, a company being anxious about you know their their employees not doing something illegal. Mm-hmm. Is but, that the right and that word? That was then? kind of the. Is that the right? Well, word that's then? the way this. It was Oxford. I think it was Oxford Dictionary that kind of said okay. that was a, a proper usage of the, and that was the example they gave. Okay, yeah. And I thought about, I'm like, no, nah, I still... Argue with Oxford. I still... It's kind of... Oh, yeah, you can. I promise you. They Continue, some, keep they going. They put some, yeah. yeah <laughs> don't get me started. But, they, they got, you know, it's an old dictionary. Anyway, but they but they said that. But, I mean, you're thinking about it. I mean, you're wondering about being anxious. What is the good? I mean, let's, is there anything good that comes out of being anxious? Does it accomplish anything? No different than... It keeps you on... It, I mean, I don't know. Isn't it kind of like a spidey sense? Like Spider-Man's spidey sense like says, hey, something's off here. Could it be something's off here? You need to you need to look at harder at this or be more alert. Right, right. To... Which I think is kind of what they're trying to say. I thought I just heard a bear. I'm in the woods. I thought I just heard a bear. Okay, wait, I better start looking around. That's not a deer. Mm-hmm. Sounded like a bear. But can you be alert then without being anxious? Be like, oh, something's going, What's going on. But being anxious, that's a toughie. You're talking about, to me, another, another level. Anxiousness is another level. There's alertness. That's one thing. There's even fear. That's one thing. Well, we should probably point out that you know, with the bear, that happened right then. Boom. Right. Yeah. So but anxiousness, anxiousness is kind of a prolonged, anticipation right? of the future. Yeah. Right. Right. You're That's thinking right. you're dwelling right. on the future and what may or may never come to yes. pass. Yes. And right. even if it may, or let's say it may or may not. You're headed towards, let's just go, you're headed towards being beheaded. Okay. Rapture came, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about you. <laughs> Should have. Should have chose God before you didn't, but hey, <laughs> you're you're gonna end up in the same place as the rest of us. You're going to heaven. Yeah, it's just gonna be a sudden. Yeah, boom. I I had a time in my backslidden days where I afraid of that guillotine. I thought that I that the rapture had happened. You thought it happened? Yeah, but I was still here. Well, I didn't know who was here. <laughs> you would have been gone for sure. You were an innocent young man, you know, you were sweet and kind. Oh, so you just kind of woke up in the, the middle of the night or something. No. I showed up. I showed up. Jenny, me and her and her boys lived in the trailer house out in between Emerald and Canyon. Yeah. And I was out partying all the time. And the, my biggest fear back then was because I still believed I was just being an idiot. Right. And my biggest fear was the rapture's going to happen while I'm you doing this. Skippy. And I know what's coming you then. You dang tootin'. I know what's coming then. But I, but I did also have a little sense of security in that because I thought, well, I'll darn sure know what happened and I'll know, okay, I'm, it's about to be hell, but yeah, I'm all in. I yeah. better be all in now. This is the last chance God's given me. Jeez, you know? man. So I thought that'll be my alarm clock going off Oof, in a real way. What a mentality. <clears throat> and uh, so anyway, so I, so I, you know, I was out partying all the time. I went hardly ever at home. Well, I go home. I think it was about 
nine or ten o'clock at night, something like that. And it's the panhandle, so it's windy. Yeah. And I go inside and I walk into the house. And I think even Jenny's car was there. But I go in and Jenny and the boys aren't there. Mm-hmm. And, and it was before cell phones. And the windows are open, like two or three windows in the house so are open. Eerie. So the curtains are blowing. The wind's blowing through the house, and the curtains are blowing. And I just <laughs> the rapture happened. It happened. Jenny and, and the boys gone. are both gone because their car was there. Yeah, that they are gone, and I'm still here. That would be a crazy. And so I start calling, you know, as many people as I can that I that I know <laughs> would be, be going raptured. to heaven. Mom, you know, this and that. <laughs> Mama, and no, Dad. Mama, and nobody's answering their phone. <laughs> That's what you get. Nobody's answering their phone because you know it's whatever ten ten thirty at night. It was like ten or ten thirty. Do you start to get anxious? Oh, you talk about anxious going nuclear. I was scared. I'm like, I'm about to experience the four horses of the apocalypse. Yeah, you know, my head's going to probably get cut off. Like, I'm thinking about all these things. So I drove to mom's house. At 10 and I'm like, oh, I'm going to bang on that door. I don't even care if somebody gets mad. And she was married to, to her ex-husband at the time, or they were married at the time. Now they're ex. But anyway, I did think, I don't care if he answers the door because he probably will still be here too. (laughs) (laughs) I need mom to answer the door. So I bang on the door. Jim comes and answers the door. And he's like, Henry, is everything okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Where's my mom? Is mom in there? (laughs) You tell me. And he's like, yeah, she's sleeping. Oh, yeah? Did you look at her? That's what I said. I said, (laughs) did you see her when you got up to come answer the door? He was like, what's going on? And I'm like, did you see mom when you you got up? He's He's like, like, yeah, I saw her when I got got up. I was like, okay. And he was not happy. He's like, what's going on? I was like, I thought the rapture happened. (laughs) He was like, what? Oh, yeah. He kind of chuckled. Like, you, like, you know, moron. Oh, yeah. But look. look. That's he, what he thought. You're talking about anxious. That's probably what he thought. Yeah. Anxious. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anxiousness. I mean, I think anxiousness is such a little because I can't think of anything good, brother, that it does. When, when you like, I mean, it's kind of a prolonged type thing, right? I mean, it's funny we're saying this because I just saw something or read something in the last 24 hours that was describing the idea of being afraid of something in the future that will never possibly possibly will never come. Oh, that's what it was. That the movie with Will Smith and his son, Mm -hmm. Earth after after Earth. Yeah. And he he was like without fear in that movie. And he he basically said it's being afraid of something Mm -hmm. that may never happen. Mm hmm. Why would I do that? It may never come to pass. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, dying of certain things. I've heard that everything boils down to the fear of death. All fears boil down to the fear of death, which, you know, who knows? That's that's pretty, it covers a lot of ground, but maybe not all of it. Something to 
debate Ponder. sometime and have, <laughs> yeah. have fun off. Yeah, I do off, want. Off I, the, I am, that's why I didn't all say anything. Fears, like, eh. All fears come down to our, the fear of death. But yeah. anyway, it was interesting when I heard that. But, you know, that is a big one that people are anxious about. Yeah. You know, how am I going to die? You know, for a guy like me who has blood pressure issues, uh, I've always thought, you know, you too, you too. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you go, is it going to be the silent killer that gets me? You know, that's crossed my mind a time or two. And I could tell a story about the blood pressure thing too. Uh, we got, we well, got plenty of stories about blood pressure. No, but all the tests that I had to go through, and, mm-hmm. and I'm okay, mm-hmm. great, happy, by the way, but yeah. Man, those tests. Are but look at joke. that. Nothing, nothing. Here you are. Yep. You know, this is 2023. You're still here. Right. It's a great point. You're still I mean, sitting it's one here. thing to check on it, to be alert, pay attention, to be aware, but to sit there and be anxious. Oh, talking about blood pressure problem. I mean, anxiety is just Makes going your to blood lend to go that. up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Look, whenever. I went to go into surgery and I had fine blood pressure. My blood pressure was generally, you know, 125 over 80. Mm-hmm. And they get ready to to, put, to put me down, put me under. Under. Yeah. That sounds worse. Yeah. Yeah. Put, just don't put me too far under. <laughs> but they get ready to do this and they take my blood pressure. It's talking about 170. 170. You need to calm down. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's, let's, you know, give it a little bit and, and, and see what it does. So then it's down to 140. Dang. And, but I mean, you know, I, you know what it was? I don't like needles in me. And they were sticking an IV. They were trying to put an IV and they poked me three different times. And the, it was a, a rookie girl that didn't really yep. was trying to train. I'm like, train on a dummy. Hey, not, man. but not this dummy. Take it like a yeah. man. Well, so, so I just don't like them. I don't like the feel <laughs> of them. I don't like the way. I don't like the idea of something <clears throat> breaking into my skin barrier. Oh. No. So anyway, so my blood pressure's so much to the point that the doctor's like, "Oh, we're just going to leave you awake, do a local." I was like, "No, you're not. Nuh-uh. No, that's not happening." I said, "You're trying to say?" He said, "We're just going to do a local." I mean, but my is anxiety it, is was it through private? the roof, dude. Is this private or like, could you tell us what you were there for? What, what? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm an open book. Yeah. I had to have a cyst cut out of my back. A cyst and cut so, out. Okay. Okay. And he was going to, yeah. Well, do that and that was the awake. thing. They said it was going to be a nickel size cyst. Well, guess what? So the doctor tried to tell me, oh, uh, we're just going to do a local. Your blood pressure's too high. Yeah. And I said, by local, you mean leave me away? <laughs> I'm going to be awake while y'all are doing this? And he goes, yeah. You scared. I, I just said, no. 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 He said, yep. So I just said, no. no. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? I said, just like it sounds. You heard what I said. <laughs> I said, no. you put me to sleep. I don't want to be awake for this. And then you do whatever you got to do. And then I wake up and I'm not sure if it's even happening. He's like, That's well, the way if you'd be a man and calm down and stop being yeah. afraid of this. My name, name is not Phil Robertson. I will take <laughs> all the the doses or and Henry Moses Senior. No, these old dad guys. too. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't care about any of that. Uh-huh. I'm tough if it comes down to if it. If I but, gotta be, but when you're cutting into me, man, put me to sleep. It's fine. I'll, you can call me whatever you want. I don't <laughs> care. Just do it. <laughs> And so I woke up, 
I wake up and I'm gonna head home and I feel great. It's just like surgery always is. You're like, man, it's already done. This is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I get home and I'm the next morning. I'm dressing the wound. Yeah. It was supposed to be a nickel. Oh right. Yeah. Size cyst. Yeah. And yet the cut was like four to five inches long for a nickel size cyst. Okay. That's weird. It doesn't make any sense. So two weeks later, I have to go get the stitches removed, all that stuff. And I say, hey, uh, you, how big was that cyst that you cut out? Because this wound, this, this, you know. What this the, thing is the this, size whatever, of the Whatever, this area you cut over is long. And he said, yeah, it wasn't a nickel. <laughs> he said it was the size of a softball. Oh, my gosh. If I'd have been awake. Yeah. While they were just cutting that out. They wouldn't have told you. They probably wouldn't have. I'd have started figuring it out. You can't feel when that. They, oh, yes, you can. What? When they cut it out of my neck, I was awake. That's why I was like, I ain't playing that game twice. But you can't feel it. Doesn't hurt. Uh, it's the disturbing. It's disturbing. It's yeah, disturbing. I'll give you that. Yeah. Could be make you a little bit anxious. Yeah. When I was... 19 or 20, you know, I've had little small cysts that have popped up and fine, whatever. They go away. Yeah, yeah. But so I had a big one on my neck. They had to cut it out. I was awake during that one. I was like, no, I'm not. Too bad you weren't closer with the Lord then. Not doing it. You just do a little, Lord, be with me. Lord, give me strength. Lord, Uh, You know, that's the deal. I lay my life in your hands. So you're talking about anxiety. But anxiety leads to all that said anxiety leads to blood pressure issues so oh, we're yeah. sitting there getting yeah that the long you know short story long yeah but, you know my blood's blood pressure spiked when they're it works talking about doing all this stuff to me need it to so much. you're sitting there stressing out about this or stressing worrying anxiety stressing anxiety they're hand in hand anyway did no good so we go through all that let's free the definition of anxious says experiencing worry, unease, nervousness, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, like you were talking about yep. a second ago. Yep. Something about an imminent event or something with an uh, uncertain outcome. So either something's about to happen and you know it's happening and then yeah, like getting your head cut off because mm-hmm. you missed the rapture. Or <laughs> you think there's something wrong with your heart. And there ain't. And there ain't. So your blood pressures, you're worrying, you're this and that. You're actually fine. But I just don't see the I just don't see the benefit of it. Hard to. It's, hard, it's hard to find. The benefit of anxiousness. If I'm wrong, send me a message on Facebook. Send me a you know, whatever. Hit me up. Comment when we when we share this on the Facebook, but I just, I, I can't, I fail to, to find any, and yet it's what we naturally turn to. That's, okay, but let, so it, I think it's just fair to point out that anxiousness is an emotion. And I'm like, God made us with emotions. He made us mm-hmm. this way. Mm-hmm. But he also made you want to cry whenever you get a little nick when you're a kid. Then when you get older, you don't cry about that little nick anymore. So you put it under control, self-discipline. Anxiousness is there, but it's to be kept in check. So I can't help but think it's there for a reason. It's hard to think of a good reason, but it is there for a reason. 
but we over time well, part of it. put I mean, into practice that you don't emotions. We know that we won't have certain emotions once we get to heaven that we do have now. There will be no more weeping, no more sorrows, no more fears. Yeah, so true. There will be emotions that we do not have. So it makes sense that it's part of of the broken world. We know that the different emotions kind of stem from 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 the brokenness, the fallenness, and we've talked a little bit about that in the past. But the mm-hmm. fallenness then leads to, like for instance, I doubt before. In fact, I will guarantee that before the fall, when man was walking through the garden, Adam and Eve were walking through the garden with God every day, and they were taking dominion over it. They didn't walk in anxiousness. Right. That wasn't a thing. Total peace. But I bet you the second they got their rear ends kicked out of the Garden of Eden. They started to feel it. I bet you the second that happened. No, before that. The second they took the bite. Probably started feeling anxious. I would bet you that's when anxiousness. That might have been the first emotion that kicked in. Yeah, I just crossed God. Oh, no. I ate it anyway. Yeah. Adam, you got some splaining to do. And then it's like, here, put on some clothes and go hide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clothes. Wait, we're naked. Get those what? clothes on. Oh, those clothes oh. On. Yeah. oh, my gosh. Yes. Hide from him. Hide from God. My kids have hidden from me before. <laughs> yes, we do. I mean, when we're anxious, we're kind of uh, hide from. I mean, you can kind of, anxiousness can cause you to not even want to leave your house. Procrastination. I'm just going to stay. Kicks yeah. in. Right? Hide. Hide. Hide, hide. hide. Not looking people in the eye when you speak to them. So let me read you a scripture. I told you I picked those ones out of thin air. Let's find out how accurate. How good are you? Did I pull it off? What did I say? Philippians 4, 4 through 7. You ready for this? Let's see if it works. You think I'm going to be right? You think it's going to line up? I do. Thank you It's a gut feeling. I do. Rejoice in the Lord always. Let me repeat that. Or the Bible actually says, again, I will say, rejoice, which I love that. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I will say rejoice. He's trying to listen to what I'm saying. You going to do it? Let your reasonableness be be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but... In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Thick. Amen. Just some thick. So I got a little TikTok that I saw yesterday that reminds me of this. 80, 90-year-old lady walking through the parking lot, gets in her car, assailant jumps in the passenger's door sits in there and says i have a gun give me all the give me your cash give me your money and she goes she looked she just nothing looked over at him and said no i'm not gonna give you my cash jesus is in this car right now jesus goes everywhere with me no i won't do that she doesn't sound very anxious to me. She wasn't anxious in the no. slightest. Mm. And the guy started crying. And he, he said, I, I, I need to go home and I mm. need to pray. I need to think about what I'm doing. And she said, okay. 
and he got out and left. Jesus is with me all the time, mm-hmm. she said. And I thought that was, I'm like, you made that up. I, no, uh, I was kidding. Uh, I mean, that's just, but that's the kind of stuff I that you just it, don't hear TikTok. about. How do you make up what you saw on mm, TikTok? It's, true. it's on TikTok. It's got to be true. I'm about to find it on my TikTok history and play it for the folks. Oh, Miles will get mad because I'm gonna get we're mad. Breaking at you. some kind of law. I just said a true something. You I'm just saying that's, that up. That's just that's, it's that, one of those things that's too good. That to old true. lady, but that's a she's old people don't have to lie. They don't care anymore. You know that? Yeah, they don't. But care. also, if you walk with the Lord that long. Yeah. You know, the process, you think about the process of sanctification, that's an encouraging thing in this. The reason we have these podcasts is it's not because we're we're saying, hey, hey, you should already be doing this. Although if it was Paul, Paul would say you should already be doing this. Yeah. But, but it could be someone that's new or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the case is, the good news is is that that, that in your Christian walk, you're you're Walking out the process of sanctification. If you love the Lord, if you truly have relationship, you're walking out the process of sanctification and getting there. And so like you were saying earlier, you're putting these things into practice. You're disciplining yourself to, ah, wait a minute. And then you end up, you end up like that, like like your friend there, your TikTok friend, uh, where you just, well, I'm, yeah, let, let me tell you how it's going to be. Yeah. This is what's not going to go down. And she didn't even say, you're not going to harm me. She didn't Nothing. say. But she did say, I'm zero anxious. I mean, yeah. that was basically a statement. And because, I'm telling you. Not because of me, you but because of who is with me. You see the video? She is the most cool and collected lady. Yeah. Had her poofy hair curled up, white hair, skin and bones on this mm-hmm. little lady. And just nothing I will give you nothing. Mm. She wasn't scared, anxious, nothing. Because she knew the power of God mm-hmm. and that Jesus is with her. And that's such a place of security to be one with. Let's break down this scripture a little bit because that goes along with it. So it starts out saying rejoice. You know, it's hard to be anxious if you're rejoicing. Yes, it is. Once You can't have both at the same time. It's hard to mix many emotions. Right, thinking about it. Right. Well, you, love and joy. You need to. You need to be putting into practice doing those emotions, those things right. that are good. Yeah. And, and the Bible says that too. What is, what is it? I'm all to things think. good. Focus on these. Basically, is what it says. Yeah. Meditate right. on these things. Meditate on these things. You know where that's at? Is it? Is, did that's you call Philippians it out? Four. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's a great chapter. It is a great chapter. It is like, a great chapter. This, like, all right, people, you put this stuff into action in your life. Like, practice it daily. Yeah. It's a game changer for you. Practice it daily. Meditate on it daily. Wake up in the morning and say, I refuse to be anxious yeah. about what the world is going to throw at me or what I think it's going to throw at me or what it threw at yeah. me yesterday, I'm going to rejoice. I yeah. love that word rejoice. You can't do well and do anxious at the same time. You can't. And I'll give you an example. This you can't do well. And do anxious. And do anxious. At the same yeah. time. You can't do it. Yeah. When we go, you know, everybody knows what we do if they've, if they've been listening to this podcast for very long at all. 
thinking about the state that we were in and the slow state that we were in, there were certainly some anxiousness coming along with yeah. that, right? You wonder what's going to come down the pipe. I, I would say now I walk in zero anxiousness because I get up and do and I trust the Lord and I trust that there are going to be results to the do that I'm doing, mm. right? But I can't, if I, if I sit there and dwell in anxiousness, I'm not going to do. It's, yeah. It puts you on lockdown. It puts you on lockdown big time. It puts you on lockdown. You don't want to move. And just today, brother, I, you know, I was in the office and there was kind of some kind of some tenseness going on outside the office. And I had a little, you know, some things that were on my heart that were weighing me down a little like bit. Like in your personal life or like outside oh, of your in, office? A uh, little of both, but not, not bad in my life. But it was just a perfect combination. Of, I could feel it. You know, you get that feeling in your chest when you're dealing with anxiety. You get that little feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Just kind of a, almost a tightness or something. A spidey sense? Just a, just a, no, it's just produced by anxiety. You can almost physically feel it. Oh, just yeah. the stress of it. You know? Oh, yeah. And you know what I'm talking about? That, so, it's an uncomfortable feeling. Uh, it's just an uncomfortable chest. feeling in your chest, yeah. It tightens up a little bit. And so I was getting that, and I was kind of walking, doing the steps thing. And... But I've taken to when I whenever I get up to walk and do some steps and and that instead of you know doing whatever else looking at my phone or whatever, like just praying, taking the time to pray while I walk and okay. think and I like and that. so I was talking to the Lord while I was walking. I, <coughs> I said, Lord, it's crazy. I'm we're we're getting ready to do this podcast on anxiousness and and I'm and I can anxious. feel it crank, creeping in me and I'm I'm I hate this. I hate this. I hate that. I hate that I have this feeling. I hate that I know what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I want to grow deeper with you. I want to grow better with you and, and better walk outside of anxiety, outside of anxiousness. But it starts with, you have to recognize it. So what's the cure for anxiety? The cure for anxiety is faith. Faith. I love it. That's the word I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, the cure for anxiety is faith. You walk in faith of the Lord, not necessarily that what you're thinking is going to happen isn't going to happen, but that, that in the end, that God's will and his plan is what's best for you and is what's good for you. And we know all things work together for the good of those that believe in on Christ, right? We know that... In the end, if the worst happens to us, if we say I had missed the rapture and I did get tortured and I got beheaded, what happens after that? I, I'm in heaven. You're done. It's over. That's but then true. it's eternity and it's glory. So we know that the that everything is to work towards the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And including our lives. And we have faith and we have trust in that. We walk in that. That's what that lady that you were talking about, that's what she was doing. Oh, yeah. You know, she was doing that. She was not anxious about anything, just like it says right here. I mean, if you're going to be anxious about something, it's probably a gun to your back. <coughs> that would do, yeah. And especially <laughs> as an older woman, it, even more so then. Eh, me, I'd be like, I'm about to snatch that thing out your hands, son. <laughs> Let's see who's faster. Yeah, we're about to find <laughs> out. You know, but you're, you're talking about, what, a 70-year-old woman? Oh, yeah, at least. 80, maybe. Gun in the back. And she just said, no. Jesus is right here in this car with us. And, you know, who's to say the Lord didn't lead that man? I mean, you, your witness goes up because you're walking 
in faith in Christ. You're walking in faith in, in God's plan rather than walking in faith in your abilities. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What you got there? I, I am. I'm looking something. something up. I, I couldn't help it. Because, you know, talking about the things that show your relationship with God and that you know him and that he knows you. Of course, he knows you, but do you know him? And it describing the key things. And, of course, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, love is patient, God, love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. And I'm not going to read it all, but just a little bit more. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. So none of that sounds anxious to me. Because you're walking in love. That's a good point. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. The truth. Yep. I love it. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And then right down there um, at the end of chapter 13, it has 13 verses. And the last verse says, so now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. And... You do not. So good. It's so good. And you you think of anxiousness Mm -hmm. and you go, that does not feel Mm -hmm. like any of that. Anxious doesn't go with the flow of. Yeah. So walking in faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Not, you know, anxious is like, that's nothing to do with faith. Nothing to do with hope. Hope hope has hope for the future. Mm -hmm. Anxious says fear. So anxiousness then is produced out of self-love. There we go. Okay. Yep. I like that. And faith. And, or self-faith. Then walks out of love for others and most importantly God, which is the commandment. Yeah. Who are you focusing that on? Jesus then? said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Yep. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yep. So if you're walking in faith, hope, and love, you love of others first, you can't walk in anxiety. Anxiety because is Because anxiety is self-focused. I wonder if, I mean, an interesting, you can feel anxious for somebody else, you know? That's mm-hmm. definitely in there. You can, and mostly, I, I, you know, you tend to think, okay, anxiety is just anxious for yourself, but... You, if you know somebody who you love very much and is walking down a path that leads to destruction and hell, well, you would be anxious. I'm a very dear them. person, very dear to me that that is that walking I worry that, is doing just that, walking that walk. And let me tell you, if I'm not careful, I will catch myself being anxious. Anxious, but I Instead also recognize I can't. One, it'll destroy me. I love this person so much; it'll it'll just yeah. eat me up. Yeah. I won't be able to make it. I'll die. Well, and then two. My witness then will be, I think, will be hampered, will be more set out of a fearful rather than a place of solidarity. So you a place of they, they need to see Christ day. in us, and Christ is the rock, right? Mm-hmm. And so if they're not seeing us as a rock, not, not, not that we're perfect, but we're a representation to reflect Christ in us, the glory of God to f- yeah. reflect the will of God. Yeah, if they see us being broken and weak, eh, yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, they're not gonna feel a lot of because they need to be able to. This person needs to be able to run 
to somebody that she believes, you know, and I'm just, and you get down to it, I'm talking about my little girl, you yeah. know. And so uh, whenever that time comes, and I know that time's going to come, I've got to be ready. I've got to be, she's got to see me as, as a voice of reason and, and not the, a bag of emotions, you know, just. That's the thing. As a, as a human being stuck on earth, you know, for me personally, I have a hard time putting my thoughts together quickly. Mm. I'm a slow thinker. And that's a, that's a thing that I can't wait when I get to heaven to just this be able to Texas. express, right. you know, what I'm thinking clearly and in, in this mm-hmm. at the speed I would like to. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes in the heat of the moment, I have to mm-hmm. pause and I'll just stare at somebody. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. pretty funny to watch. But what, what we have to do is go, okay, I'm going to do what I know to do, what the Bible tells me to do, or I'm going to mm-hmm. not. I'm going to choose to not do it. And so if you're not doing what the Bible tells like you to do, you're, you're choosing said, Make to the choice, man. Don't back fight. Don't back fight? Don't back fight. Ask God for help. You're supposed to act right. There you go. That's exactly yeah. what you're saying right there. Yeah. Are you going you gonna to choose to read? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to choose to not read or back fight or whatever you're saying there? <laughs> so you get up and it says, how, how do you, what are you supposed to do? You put on the armor of God. Anxiousness is an attack that that's an attack that you're probably going to experience daily. Well, put on the whole armor of God in the morning. It says to do that. The Bible tells you to do that. Then everything that you and I have ever talked about on this podcast boils down to are you you gonna do it? You know, you gonna do it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you got your it's kinda like your friend. That's what Paul was saying when he was saying, You ought to be off the milk, you ought to be on the meat. He was saying, Are you gonna do it? You gonna do it? Are are you doing (laughs) it or not? What are we doing here? (laughs) How do you choose? What do you choose? Yeah. Today I'm gonna choose anxiousness. Today I'm gonna choose fear. Today I'm gonna choose death on a certain level. Like, golly, man. No, you need you gotta get up. And you got to say, all right, Satan, I come against you today. Mm -hmm. And you take that time with the Lord, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Get with him before anybody else. And get on your armor before the day. And especially for those who have big-time anxious problems, like, here's your answer. Cut out 45 minutes a day in the morning when you wake up before everything else. Get in the Word Mm -hmm. and get on your knees and pray. Beat that and beat that out. Yeah, because Satan make the Satan's not gonna. He's 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 so there. He's just he's always there, and he's not going anywhere. Don't expect it to change unless you you gonna do it. You know, completely. You're exactly right. We're we're it's weird. We're this is it's here. no. We no, got we a got little time, time but time. I had three total scriptures that didn't. You know, I know everybody's surprised didn't actually just come off the top. Oh, of the you head. were prepared for it's this crazy. podcast. Yeah, it's crazy talk. <laughs> but we we got a little hot winded, so I'm gonna cut one of them out. But I do want to notate it. Matthew six twenty five thirty four. Uh, sorry, Matthew six twenty five through thirty four. Go read that. Uh, oh. as well but first Peter goes along with you what you're just talking read about read it and we won't discuss all right, it alright let's do that we'll just read it and then I'm going to read first Peter 5 and I do want to discuss that because that goes along with what you're saying kind of the the, the decision making the decision so okay. we'll, we'll go through that real quick we got a little bit more time do it do it okay uh, Matthew 6 25 through 34 therefore I tell you and this is the Christ speaking here 
Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, and he covers a list of stuff, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body or about what you put on. So he's talking about, <laughs> don't worry about where your food's coming from. Don't worry about if you're thirsty. Don't worry about your body. How much do we always worry about? Eh, it's cancer. It's cancer. Like everything, every little thing you stub your toe, it's cancer. Don't worry about your blood. It's pressure. either cancer or COVID. One of the other. <laughs> right? I, I, you know, I bump my head. Oh, it's, it's COVID. So, uh, but it's it's always the worry. It's one of those two things that can creep up. He says, "Don't worry about your body, and don't worry about what you put on. Don't worry about your clothes. Is not life more than food?" And the body more than clothing. I typed that wrong. I said flood. So I'll, I'll, it was throwing me off for a second. It's not, I was like, it's not life more than food. It's not life more than food and, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds in the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour of his to his span of life? Which that's what we were talking about earlier. The anxiousness doesn't get you anywhere. And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. I mean, he's kind of trying to make a point here. Pushing it. And the tomorrow's thrown in the oven. Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God. Focus not on us, but the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Therefore, because of this, don't be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, on to so that's a lot of thickness there. First mm-hmm. Peter 5, 6 through 11 kind of goes along with what you're saying. You're talking about making the choice. It starts out, humble yourselves, therefore, under the, I love this description, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, it doesn't say your proper time, at the proper time. His proper time. Which would be God's proper time. Mm-hmm. He may exalt you. Don't even worry about exalting you. At the proper time, God will exalt you. Cast your all, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober. I wasn't going to put all this, but I kind of found it interesting that right after he talks about anxiousness, he talks about being sober-minded and be watchful. Your adversary, adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. I just found it interesting, Gabe, how it talk. He, he's talking about not 
being anxious and and goes right and says, because God cares for you, he will lift you up, he will exalt you. And then right after that, he says, be self-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, pours around like a, a roaring lion seeking someone to devour and then tells us how to do it, how to resist him. But being anxious, brother, you can't, you cannot, you're not going to be able to be sober-minded, to be watchful, all this. When you're anxious, you're just uh, locked down like we were talking about. Paralysis by analysis. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They talk about people that are walking the tight line. Yeah. With the tightrope. Mm-hmm. And you see them shaking. And their legs are shaking back and forth. And they're they're up on that thing, but they can't move. And that's a little a little thing called paralysis by analysis, which yeah. I've always one, yeah. I'm like, whoo, I can relate to that. I've had moments like that, but mm-hmm. two, it's hilarious mm-hmm. if you ever see somebody do it for real. They're shaking so bad they can't move. And it's hard not to laugh. Cause you're like, just step. Just put put one foot mm-hmm. in front of the other. But the fear is so great that it's just panic. Mm-hmm. You don't move when that happens. You can't you can't do anything. And anxiousness does that. And it's hard not to, you know, reckon that when you see it, you're like, oh, goodness. Yeah, they stuck. Mm-hmm. They can't mm-hmm. move. And they usually need someone to come along and help them down mm-hmm. off that line. Mm-hmm. To, to <laughs> And sometimes, you know, that's where the brothers and sisters in Christ oh, yeah. come in. They go, look, here, back up. Back, that's a good point. Back yeah. up. Come here. Let's try this a different way. Yeah. You know. Which, that's a great point, brother. If you're dealing with it, find somebody that can help you deal with it. You need it. And if you're somebody that knows how to deal with anxiousness, then be that somebody to somebody else. Yeah. And help them to get there. Help somebody. Because it's unrighteous. It's not how, it's not what God wants for It's what Satan wants. Through and through what he wants. Don't move. Don't move. Yeah. And and God's Why? Because he's stalking like a lion. Yeah. Looking to devour you. Yeah. If you're on the move, yeah. doing the service of the kingdom, it's going to be tough for him to come after you. Yeah, no, But if so you're easy. locked down in paralysis Jeez. from anxiety. He gets you isolated off in the dark away from the other brothers and sisters. He's going to gobble you up. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to get you. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. No, that's a great point. Oh, that's a good one today. That's a good one today, <laughs> brother. I enjoyed this one. <laughs> Uh, this is one I'll probably listen to numerous times because we get to talking about it, and it's so funny. I mean, you go back and listen to it, and it's like somebody speaking to you. Yeah. And that's just what, you know, that the anxiousness thing has been a thing um, that was that I dealt with for a long time. Such a tool of safety. Now that I'm aware of it, I, I catch it. Whenever I catch it happening, I'm like, okay, like I said this morning, I'm like, I just kind of walked around my office and prayed and, yep. and, and repented for it and said, God, I... I really am sorry that I'm not better at dealing with this, but mm-hmm. I sure could use your help right now. Help me. And then it helped me to set my mind straight. And I was and I was full go after that. I was like, and okay, wait a minute. I'm do. focused on me. I'm focused on this. Let me shift this. How can I what one of my favorite things that you've ever said, how can I be a blessing to other people? Yeah. And and when you're focused that direction, whether it's dealing in a confrontation, you know. Yep, uh, anything. If you're, how can I be a blessing to this person? Even if you have to address something with them, you still want to do it in a certain way that's not selfish. Yeah. Not self-focused. So. Yeah. 
Ooh, that was good, brother. That was good. <laughs> what do you say we pray? Let's do that. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you've blessed us with. Thank you for your goodness and your grace, Father. Thank you that you continue to grow us. Please help us to turn to you in times when the devil tries to hit us with anxiousness. Please help us to remain humble and, and to be outwardly focused rather than inwardly focused. Lord God, we love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Gabe, go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen. together and fighting but all the other people out there back fighting word word <laughs>